Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Renee May, and this is Flipping Dreams Podcast. One, two, three, four. Dreamers, I am here at Camp Vimpo in Waco, Texas at the Vintage Camper Trailer Fest Rally. Um, and I'm here sitting here with Ethan Langley, who is the owner of American RV Restoration. And so, uh, Ethan, thank you so much for joining me here on Flipping Dreams. We're excited to be here and thank you for having us. Well, uh, Thank you so much for uh, being coming on to Flipping Dreams podcast. Um, and if you could just tell me about yourself, we're here just for my listeners to know we're, we're here on site at Camp Info at the Trailer Fest, the Vintage Camper Trailer Fest Rally. Um, and I think it's the first time it's been here at Camp Info. Hopefully, it is, they'll be it is. back next year. Hopefully, oh, they're definitely coming back. Paul and Karen are so excited about this. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited to interview them tomorrow. So that's going to be really great. But I. First of all, your trailer just like, you know, is a showstopper and um, and I'd just love to hear more about you and your business and just like how you got into this and just tell me a little bit about yourself. So started out in automotive, probably about 30 years of rebuilding cars and we're talking fast paced retail, 70 to 120 a day of anything from oil changes to tires to small stuff. Um, and you know, that was what I did to put the kids through college and make sure everything was taken care of. And, and do the nine to five. Um, and then after making probably three different business owners, multi-billionaires, I decided, hey, it's my time. Nice. So after the kids were gone and they went through college and I knew everything was safe, um, me and my wife stepped out because we've been doing the trailers in the backyard and um, fixing a lot of Shastas for people. That was our passion was vintage Shasta repair. And that was what our first business was 12 years ago. We patented that and started it. And, did a lot of little canned hams, and uh, then people started asking us, would you do ours instead of just buying them and selling them? So we started actually doing customers' trailers, and that started probably in early 2018, like February. And the reason that started um, was I had a builder that was a good friend of mine, Andy, with American Tiny House. And the tiny house market kind of crashed there for a few months. It went way up and then way down. He lost about 12 sales and says, what do you got going? I told him about the trailers, and he was really excited about that. So me and him side by side worked on probably 20 trailers quick easy stuff acs axles paint whatever we could to get them in and out over the course of about three months and uh it's kind of funny how life changes you we actually saw the side business turn into the main business real quick interesting and was that something that you was unexpected 
it was very unexpected. It was truly a God thing because we had no idea that we were going to transition from full-time automotive to our part-time business, putting it to the front line. Wow, that's really cool. So now, like, how many years have you been doing the RV part of it? So it stretches back. Uh, my grandfather started Gene Langley Sales back in 1970 before I was even alive. And he had a camper sales and restoration business. And then my dad stepped in in 76, same year I was born. And um, he carried it on, I think, to 87, selling um, high-end rigs to Sylvester Stallone and Sharon Stone. He went down to California, really took off with it, doing crazy stuff, um, custom bars and stuff they just weren't doing back in the 80s and some not even doing today. But uh, he did that, I think, until about 87, and then we really got into cars, hot and heavy in the family, kind of stepped away from the RV side. And then um, after the cars were kind of monotonous and you do the same thing over and over, you look for something different. And it really wasn't even a money thing. It was just a thing that we want to change in, in lifestyle. And as you well know, the camping lifestyle is such a good thing. I mean, the people you meet, the places you see, you can't go wrong with it. Community is huge. And I wonder, like, because that was part of what I was wondering is, like, getting into it was kind of twofold for you then. It wasn't just like, oh, here's a, something that I can renovate or I can, you know, no, restore. No, it wasn't really ever about that. But, like, it was about travel and adventure and meeting right. people and all of that. What, what interested me was, what can I do to this 1960 Shasta that we had? That was the first one that we got from Idaho that was a chicken coop. What can we do to really make this a showstopper? You know, one thing was we got the seven layers of house paint off. It actually put automotive grade paint. And, you know, we stepped it up to Bluetooth stereos and LED lights and just taking it to another level. Um, rooftop air conditioners and putting in uh, microwaves and these kind of things that they didn't have back in 1960 and hiding it, making it look original and changing the layup and sewing our own cushions and just doing these things that nobody else was doing, just taking it to another level. And then we would go to these rallies and people would see that and they would beg us for it. And like I say, up to 18, we just did our own thing. But then when Andy called me, we stepped out and we became a team and uh, we hired on more people every year. And you know, you, you think to yourself, look what this has become, you know? Yeah. Now we're at 15,000 square foot of warehouse on five acres. We now have 84 campers that are on the property to be restored in all different various you know, uh, stages of restoration and what needs to be done. Some are paint jobs, some are AC, some are toilets, some are axles. You just never know because we don't turn anything down. I mean, a guy called me and said, my Airstream's been at the shop for six years and I don't know what to do. We went and picked it up. We got in there and you know, now we're getting the panels replaced and getting him back on the road. We call it making the dream come true and that's what it's all about. That's so cool. I love that so much. And you're in Longview. Longview, Texas, American RV Restoration. Okay, so if people want to reach out to you, big or small, whatever the project, your your game. Oh, we do. Uh, we did a chalkboard for a lady the other day that uh, her grandma was a school teacher in the 1800s. We restored that for and made that dream come true. We did a table the other day. We did a 1938 cowboy couch. Uh, we do video games. We're doing Philco Predicta TVs right now. That's the big thing from mid-century modern groups and. We have a, a restoration company across the street that we founded that does cars now. So now we're doing movie cars and production cars, DeLoreans and 57 Corvettes and 34 Fords and square body trucks, you know, whatever they want to make that dream come true. We pretty much don't say no. Okay, so now with all of this going on, do you have time to travel at all? 
I do because I have a team. I found out a long time ago, if you make people accountable for their business and you put them in charge, and even if you only get, let's say, 5% of that company, but you grow something to another level, instead of having them as an employee, they're a business owner with you, they'll take it and they'll work it and they'll make it happen. So it's not all about me, it's about my team and these people that come together and they help me do these things. One guy does the wood, one guy does the plumbing. But what I like to do is I like to cross-pollinate, as I said, I bring that guy to start doing pecs that's doing um, wiring and then cross the guy that does wiring into doing painting. You know, that way everybody has skin in the game and it's never let me down doing that because the more knowledge you have is power. That just makes sense too because people, if they own something, they're they're going to have more of an investment. They're going to, amen. You know, really take care of it. Amen. Yeah. You know? They so. treat it like their own, and that's what we need more of nowadays. I think that we have a lack of uh, the knowledge for one thing. A lot of people just don't know about these vintage campers or anything old. It's a throwaway world, yeah. and we're trying to change that one thing at a time. Whether it's a '58 Predict a TV or a '51 Lighthouse or a couch, you know, whatever it is, let's bring it back to life and. Let's save that from going to the dumpster. Absolutely. It was, it's been really fun walking around and poking into everyone's trailers. And like as, as vintage as these are, and some of them have been like absolutely restored to their like previous state, but they're, but they're traveling with them. Amen. And that's the thing that I love to see too, is that it's not just about having something that you, you restore you, it's just sitting. Like they're, they're, they're taking them on the road, going all over the country, which is really cool. And that's the really neat thing, because we do see these people um, nationwide. You know, I'll be in Bend, Oregon, or I'll be in uh, Miami, Florida, or we'll be up in Detroit, Michigan at a rally, and you'll see some of these same people. It's really cool, the camaraderie that we have. You know, we, we stay in touch with each other. One lady told me the other day, she goes, your grandbaby's so cute, you know, so she follows us, and she follows the adventures that we have together as a family and as a team more than anything else. Because that's what we need more of nowadays. We need more of that, you know. The togetherness is getting lost, the family atmosphere. Going through COVID, me and my team, we bought two deep freezes and we ate every day there. We'd have small stuff for breakfast. You know, if not, I'd cook pancakes or eggs, whatever we uh, needed to keep them going. For lunch, we'd have hamburgers, hot dogs, sandwiches, you know, uh, meat trays, whatever it was to keep these guys from getting sick and keep them rolling. And uh, it made us it made us stronger for that. It really did. I love that so much. And, you know, it's when I was doing, you know, part of the RV community for the last two and a half years and traveling all over, I mean, that's one of the things that I absolutely, it, it was astonishing, the community, the level of support that people were, I don't know if we're going to hear, if you, the listeners can hear this on this recording, but folks are sitting out watching football, yeah. there's people cruising around, there's someone cooking, like, you know, it's, it's just a really great inclusive vibe. And it's something that, you know, I think that we have gotten so away from in our culture of building walls and separating and, you know, out of fear or whatever. But when you come to a campsite, when you come to an RV park, it's a totally different thing. And people watch out for each other. And I've always felt safe and just um, included and just, yeah, it's, it's really a unique experience. I encourage everyone to do it. And, you know, that's coast to coast. You're going to meet people on the West Coast all the way to the East Coast that share the same vibe you have and mm-hmm. they look after you just like you say. And to hear the stories, you know, that's one thing that really keeps me going, the, the, the history behind it, like that lighthouse, you know, seven people living in that trailer, growing up in that trailer as a family, you know, having birthdays in there and traveling from coast to coast and the family atmosphere holding them together because they didn't know anybody when they'd go to a new town. They had their family, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, they had aunts and uncles that would sometimes visit them and that kind of thing, but 
the family side of it is so refreshing to hear about, you know, that they stuck together and four kids slept in the bed, you know, and two shared the couch and the parents, you know, had their own bedroom, but they lived in that trailer. People nowadays can't fathom that with no AC, by the way, just the windows open and fans, you know. That's Think about how so hot it is down south here and they did it, you know, and they lived and it didn't kill them. No, no. Made them stronger for it. Yeah. I mean, that gentleman lived to be, I think, uh, 98 years old that pulled that thing that would tell me, Ethan, I would hop out. We were going over a mountain. I'd run next to the truck because we had it granny gear just to get up the mountain or have to have somebody push him with the bumper. I mean, these kind of stories is just stuff that people nowadays would think is uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. So tell me about this lighthouse. Um, and I will share um, on a page some of the pictures of this. I mean, it's just a gorgeous and unique trailer, but tell me its history and tell me what you've done to it. So Lighthouse Corporation um, made this trailer back in 1951. It's called a Lighthouse Duplex. Um, the duplex meaning the two-story. Of course, Lighthouse is the company. So they were the, uh, the top of the line at that time. If you were going to buy a house, you would literally pay two to three times the amount for a lighthouse that you would a normal three-bedroom, two-bath house. So very few people could afford them. It was for the elite of the elite. I've had some pictures that have been sent to me from families of doctors, lawyers. You know, the gentleman that had uh, this one was Air Force. So a lot of this was uh, not for the common person, I guess I could say. So they didn't have that many of them. So they are a rare thing that not many people say. I remember our 17th wedding anniversary, me and my wife were sitting there talking. And what do you give to the woman who has everything? You know, we've been together all these years. And I said, what do you want for your anniversary? And she jokingly says, a lighthouse duplex. And, you know, of course, I get on the Internet. I can find about anything. And seven days later, we had one. Amazing. And we thought, in our naive minds, how many, how many were built? I mean, I don't mean to interrupt. We don't really, life. we don't really know. The grandson of uh, the Lighthouse Corporation has told me roughly around forty, but that's a guessment. He wasn't alive back then. He's just guessing what he thinks is going on. I think we have actually counted now since I've had mine over these years thirteen that I've seen. Now some of those have been destroyed. Some of them can't move because the frames are rusted. I know probably three or four of them they'll never move where they're at, and if you tried to move them, it just disintegrate. I know one was taken out with uh, bad weather down south, so. It's just truly unique. I've never seen a trailer like this. So. And that's why we wanted to bring it back to life. It should not have been brought back to life. From day one, traveling back, the roof blew off the first day. The third day, the wheel come off. I mean, oh it was God. one of those things that you ask the Lord, is this what I need to be doing, you know? And sometimes you doubt yourself, but you gotta have faith and keep pushing. Because we knew at all eight of the rallies we came to with a white box, brand new camper that didn't look like any of these vintage, that in our heart it would be done one day yeah, and it would be worth it. And uh, that's what kept us going. I knew I lost faith many times. My wife did also. And we would jokingly say, you know, one day before we're gone, the lighthouse will be done. And we went to go into selling. We were going to start um, manufacturing and selling trailers. And we took a switch about last October, almost a year ago. And that switch fell through, it didn't work out, so we were caught with no restorations through the winter. So of course, we put every person on the lighthouse at our payroll expense, and it almost bankrupt me, you know. Thank God for family to get me through that. But we got the lighthouse done, we went to the first rally in March, and uh, it, was, it was breathtaking for everybody to see it, you know, and all the reactions. And as we've been rallying throughout the year, we keep modifying, keep improving, keep fixing little things like the, the TV we put in. And, you know, 
painting certain things and touching up things and just getting it where it needs to be. Yeah, it's really incredible. And for those listening who haven't seen pictures, if you can imagine, it's like kind of got the shiny uh, metal airstream outside, but it's got this gorgeous kind of pan greenish paneling, the most unique windows I've, I've ever seen. And it's two stories. So there's like, you know, beds up on top. And when you go inside, there's there's two doors to get in the trailer. How long is the trailer? 28 foot. Okay. If you count just the, the solid downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And you go inside and, and just the wood all over. It's it's actually extremely large inside. The it kitchen, is. Livable. Yeah, the kitchen's where you have now. You had um, a vintage stove. I don't know if that was the original stove. It is. It is. I took three apart to get that one back and working, but that's the original stove, the original fridge, original light sconces, um, but they've been heavily reworked. Of course, all new wiring, all new plumbing, 90% of the wood has been replaced, 70% of the aluminum has been replaced, new axles, um, all new propane lines, regulators, um, a lot's went into it. The original heater has been rebuilt to a Bluetooth speaker. We've put a flame job on it, LEDs to make it look like it's lit. Even the Philco Predicta TV from 58 has been gone through with Bluetooth, um, LED screen, uh, DVD player, so it's very functional. It can handle the road and the travel. And I noticed up on top the air, the air conditioning that you did. I mean, it was nice and cool. So Andrew, like I say, that owns American Tiny House. Uh, he's the premier builder, number one builder in the nation for 17 and 18 in the United States. That's the one that got us through this, and he's the one that got it to where it is today. He's the one that he created the ducting system for the AC, so it not only cools the upstairs, but it cools the living room also. And then the back, all he uses on his trailer, or his, his tiny house, is mini-splits. So that was very new in the game to put a mini-split on one eight years ago, and we did that, and it also has heat. And I love it because it's very quiet, very efficient, doesn't draw many amps, and um, it's amazing how cool it gets in there. That is, it is really, really phenomenal. All the details, all the touches that make it just like, look like literally you just step back in time. And I had said to you earlier that I had just finally watched the long, long trailer yes. with Doug Yarnes and Lucille Ball uh, last night. And it, this gives you that whiff of that, man. It's just like, takes you back to that time when, you know, it was fairly new. Only certain people could afford to do this right. kind of, you know, and you had to have a the larger car and right. all the things. Trailer brakes. Yeah, trailer brakes, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, now that's really neat. So, um, now that you've finished this, uh, what is, do you have another? I do, and it kind of leads into your last comment. Okay. Uh, we actually own the 1953 New Moon long, long trailer. I've had that in the, in the corral now for about four years. Bought it from a buddy. Had it hauled down. Um, he went 42 miles per hour the entire way from South Dakota down, got it to the dealership. He had six blowouts in between, didn't sleep for three days, uh, but we have the new moon. It was actually used to make a Christmas film last February, and that's coming out next uh, month in November, so our trailer will be on the big screen. But we're going to bring it back to what it once was, the color and everything, and it's not bad by any means like the lighthouse was, so it'll be a probably a three-month restoration. But that's going to be an Airbnb on our property, so you can experience the doorbell that Lucy and Desi had. You can experience the lifestyle that they led and you can actually camp in that on our property. It's gonna be the end result. That is so So that's the next cool. big project. Of course, we have over 87 dreams to make come true on the property right now of other people. 
So those always have to come first to pay the bills and keep the boys busy. Yeah. Like sure. I was telling you, the sisters on the fly are bringing in about five of them this oh, weekend. I love that group. That's and they are so uh, supportive of us. We've been so blessed. I went to their uh, 20th anniversary in Gonzales. I was the guest speaker. And that has literally held the doors open for over two years with just their support alone. Oh, that's amazing. I love to hear So we that. love our sisters. Yeah. And I they're still coming. And when, hey, when they say they got to come in on a Sunday, we're open the doors, we're open the gate, the boys are coming in to make sure they're handled. Oh, I love that so much. It's funny because um, I was at a rally in 2021, the Girl Campery. I don't know if you know Girl Camper, Janine Pettit. Yes, but, yes. Yeah, so there were, I interviewed her, that's the podcast that just came out. And um, That's awesome. And Which I was lucky, I still had the footage. Because wow. I took a two-year hiatus, I was yeah. just traveling. Yeah, podcast. So gotta live life. Finding that gem, I was like, oh, this is great. But you can hear, there were a bunch of sisters on the fly. And you could hear them hitching up and pulling out as we're oh, yeah. doing the interview and just everyone cheering each other on. Oh, yeah. It was like just over 100 ladies. And they were all towing. And I, I'm almost 15. I was the youngest of all these ladies who were doing this on their own solo. It was so cool. It was they, have a, uh, they have a hell of an infrastructure and they support each other. They're nationwide. You could probably go, what I was told by one sister, you can probably go anywhere in the United States and they'll be doing three rallies within a three-hour period. You know, so you have three different rallies going on within three hours of everywhere. It's, it's insane. The, the networking really cool. that happened. When they come in, they normally buy up the whole park. So they really, really enjoy their time. And they go out and they spend money in the community. They support each other. And, you know, we need that. We need that. You know, we need the camaraderie that we don't have anymore. Yeah, for sure. Do you see or envision trying to do something uh, bringing people together in Longview? Maybe. So long term, yes, um, we're turning the five acres I have soon into 12 acres. We're going to buy the other seven next to us. I want to put in a drive in there. I've already got the McDonald's playground from 1971 and we have the entire playground. No McDonald's ever had the entire playground over the course of 12 years. Over probably 300,000 miles and two trucks. I have, a, a, you know, a, a acquired all these pieces from all over the world. I mean, Canada, Mexico. We have one of the only pirate ships left in the uh, creation that was 28 foot back in 1971 that was in like the top end McDonald's up in Canada. I mean, we have that in our possession. And these pieces have been getting restored as I've had time and money, just like the lighthouse. And it's 90% complete, which leads into my granddaughter, who's now 11 months old. So within the next year, we plan to open that up. And then we have a dream of putting in some of Andrew's tire, uh, tiny houses. Um, on the other side so people can come visit us because the average person that comes to see our restorations will spend four hours just seeing everything on the property right now sure. and we want to let them have a place to stay you know a lot of people are having to get airbnbs or hotels right now we want to let them stay on the property so that they can be a part of it and see it and enjoy it that's so cool i love that so much well um if you can share with my listeners like how can, how can people get a hold of you or find out more um, the quickest way would be American RV Restoration at yahoo.com or they can hit me up on my cell at 903-918-8581. But if you can remember American RV Restoration, we're on every single social platform you can find. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, we're all over YouTube, we're all over the place. That is awesome. So if you see the American RV logo, you're at the right place. And it's the lighthouse. So. Once you see this, you'll know what the logo looks like because it is the lighthouse on our logo. Oh, I see that now. That is awesome. Well, Ethan, I love what you do. I think it's really inspiring. I think, uh, you know, you bring people's dreams to life. You encourage folks. And um, 
they couldn't do it without your help, really. The so. one the one thing I will say in closing that I talk to all my customers, I always ask them, I say, if you had to go back in time and do something different now that you're my average customer or client is in their 70s, they always say, start living life earlier and enjoy it, just like what you did for that two-year hiatus. We are not promised tomorrow, and people need to realize that. Yeah, that is so true. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you, Ethan, for taking yeah. the time with me today. Very I much so enjoyed it in, in this beautiful campground, this beautiful day that God's given us. Yes, yes. Hopefully we'll see you here, back here next year. We'll be here, guaranteed. And hopefully it'll be an even bigger rally. With it will trailers. be. So. We'll get the word out there. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you again. find me on my social media facebook at heather renee may on instagram at underscore every day is may or on my website at heather renee may.com that's heather r-e-n-e-e-m-a-y.com this has been a rogue media network production